What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. In today's episode of Nerd Nostalgia, you're going to find me, Irvin, doing a solo episode and giving you a review, overview, a summary of a recent movie I just went to go watch with some very good friends of mine. Shout out to Lawrence, Vic, and Fong, a.k.a. John. So, the four of us went to go watch a movie called The Green Knight. You may have heard of it. You may have seen the trailer recently. So yeah, that's what we're going to be discussing today. We're going to review that. Please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five-star, tell your friends, family, and coworkers about us. Help us grow this audience. All right, y'all know the drill. Before we get started, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. I'm Miho Nishizumi, and this is Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. And thanks for stopping by, Panzer Vor. Oh, and fuck you, Brian, with an I. <laughs> What's going on, all you nostalgites? Welcome back to another episode of Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. I am your main host today. I am Irvin slash last... No, no last name. No last name. It's like a secret identity. We can't tell you our last names, even though if you've bought comic books from me, you probably do have my last name. But I digress. Anyways, it's me, Irvin. Welcome back to another episode, guys. In today's episode, like you might have heard, we're going to be discussing The Green Knight. Just went to go watch this movie not too long ago. Have had a couple days to kind of think things through. So without further ado, let's jump into it. I'll give you my overall thoughts. We'll go over the production. We'll go over the cast, the cinematography, the plot, with a little bit of spoilers in there. So I'll tell you when and when not to uh, skip ahead. We'll go over the budget you know, the most notable parts of the movie, and of course, my overall thoughts and conclusions, because that's what you guys are here for. You guys are here for that. You guys are here for the Ewok scale rating. That's what you want. You want the Ewok scale. We will give it to you. All right, guys, let's jump into it. I don't know what that accent was about. I apologize for that. Anyways, the production, The Green Knight, just debuted this past weekend, or maybe two weekends ago. I don't know. By the time you're listening to this, who actually knows when it debuted? Doesn't really matter. Let's move it along here. So, the production. Really interesting production notes here. It was directed by and screenplay by somebody named David Lowry. You may have heard of this guy from two movies. These are the biggest ones that I could see. I'm sure if you're like an indie follower, like you might know him. Uh, but anyways, David Lowry, uh, Peach Dragon, and A Ghost Story. So I personally have only seen uh, Peach Dragon, so good movie. Um, similar vibes. But anyways, yeah. This is based on Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, written by an anonymous author. Whoa, dude, an anonymous author. Whoa, it's kind of like the Homer and the Aeneid and that kind of stuff, like that old-time stuff. Again, I don't know why I'm doing these accents or voices, but <laughs> I'm doing them. So just go with the flow. It is what it is. So the cast, it's actually a pretty st- solid cast. Um, the cast, the main actor, the protagonist of the story is none other than Dev Patel as Guywin. Now you may know Dev Patel. He is a very 
well-known actor. You've probably seen at least one or two of the movies that he's been in. He's done a lot. The main ones that I personally have seen and the ones that I can attest to are Slumdog Millionaire, Chappie, Lion. He's done a bunch of others. The most notable one, though, is obviously going to be M. Night Shyamalan's The Last Airbender. Yeah, the live-action rendition of Avatar The Last Airbender that came on Nickelodeon that everybody loves. And that movie, and excuse my French here, fucking tanked, fucking sucked. So he was actually Prince Zuko in that. I don't remember his performance because my mind is just trying to forget that that movie existed. I will confess to you that I probably have seen that movie at least twice, maybe even three times. I want to say two for sure. I might even watch it another time coming up just to see how bad it is. Which speaking of, probably on the next episode, the next nerd news episode that is, you'll likely get a little update on the live action about that. So make sure you stay tuned or just head over to our Instagram page, nerd.nostalgia, and go find the actual post that has an update on that. But that's neither here nor there. We are going to talk about The Green Knight. We're talking about Dev Patel. He has been in a bunch of movies. Slumdog Millionaire, a classic. That's what shot him into fame, right? Moving on, we have Alicia Vikander. You know her from such roles as Ex Machina. She was in Seventh Son. She was in a movie with Superman himself in a movie called Man from Uncle. Which also, another similar movie she was in, The Bourne Identity. Well, not The Bourne Identity, but Jason Bourne. So that that whole little slew of movies. But Jason Bourne specifically, right? And then, of course, her most iconic role so far, I think, has been as Tomb Raider. She was the lead in that 2018 production that uh, didn't do so well. Not because of her performance, just a poor script, I think. But ironically enough, I want to say they're going to do a follow-up sometime soon. I want to say I saw that on the uh, on the wire somewhere. So keep a lookout for that. She is a gorgeous actress, solid actress, and yeah, just uh, yeah, Tomb Raider. I don't know. Anyways, moving on. Now, this next guy here, there's actually four more people we're going to discuss with the main bulk. The main meat of discussion is going to be Joel Edgerton. Great first name. You may know him as Owen Lars, a.k.a. Uncle Owen from Star Wars Episode 2, The Clone Wars, and of course, Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, he was in Star Wars. Anyways, he's been in a bunch of other things. He's been in King Arthur as Guywin. He has been in a movie called Kinky Boots. I have not seen Kinky Boots, I'm not going to lie. Smoke and Aces, great movie, go watch that. Warrior, one of his most iconic roles. He was in Warrior. He's been in The Odd Life of Timothy Green. He was in Zero Dark Thirty. He was in The Great Gatsby. He was in Bright as the Orc Cop. That's probably where you know him. If you've ever seen Bright, you're like, who is the cop? That's who it is, man. He was in Red Sparrow, which should have been the Black Widow movie version that we got. Instead, it was just a random movie. It wasn't the Black Widow. That's what they should have done as a movie. I digress. He has directed, starred, and written in the 2015 movie, The Gift. He's also been in a bunch of other movies where he's been the lead or a co-lead. And we're not going to get into all of them. But those were a bunch of the movies that I personally have seen him in. A lot of great ones. I personally think that I've said personally, personally, several personally, personally times. Anyways, I am not going to edit that out. I think that's gold. And we're keeping that as well. But yeah, I personally 
think that Bright is such an underrated movie. I really, really enjoy it. I remember seeing that they were going to make a Bright 2, but I haven't seen anything come about. I would love to see that. So the three other people that are listed on the movie that uh, have a huge role, obviously there's lots of actors and actresses that play their part, extras, all that kind of jazz. You have Sarita Chud Chudri. I want to say I'm pronouncing that right. We have uh, Sean Harris and then Ralph Innocent. I don't know if I'm saying these names correctly. And if I'm not, I can barely read my writing. I was writing really fast. Apologies. So, moving this review about The Green Knight forward. Cinematography. Let's talk about that a little bit. For a little bit. It's done. It was done by someone named Andrew Palermo. And I apologize. I should really do this properly. It was written by Andrew Dros Palermo. Palermo is how you pronounce it in Espanol. So, not Palermo, Palermo, right? Come on, Urban. Act like you speak languages and stuff. May I compliment the chef, the cinematography? <sniffs> Mamma mia, it was beautiful. Wow. Uh, really well done. Very reminiscent for me of the Lord of the Rings movies, where a lot of the uh, landscape is kind of grabbed and captured different angles it, it was genuine very beautiful very beautiful i will say that that's one of the one of the positives from this movie let's talk about the plot a little bit what is this movie about we're nine minutes in we've gone over the production let's talk about the plot so this is your spoiler warning right uh it's gonna be minor spoilers too i'm just giving you like the first bit of it and overall what the movie's about but i'm not gonna go into details I don't like going into details for the most part just because I, myself, like to be shocked. I want to live and experience. I don't want to be surprised, or I do want to be surprised. I don't want to be spoiled, if you will. So this is your semi-spoiler warning here. The plot is basically this. So you have a Gaiwan, the nephew of King Arthur. Say what? You didn't know that? Yeah, that's who that is. So he's a young man from this, you know, era of myth, from this era of legends, and he's actually in a hall the, where everything kind of kicks off. He is surrounded by all these, you know, knights of legend, you know. One of the funny things, I'm sorry to get off track here. One of the funny things that I notice is whenever I repeat myself, I t -t -t tend to repeat myself. Not a st -st 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 stutter. But I will, but I will repeat myself sometimes for emphasis or to gain my thoughts. So as an editor and having to edit my two other friends and co-hosts and anyone else, I notice people's tics, their safety words, ums, probably, most likely, whatever, I don't know. Whatever it may be, their pauses, sometimes, my co-stars also do that I don't know I notice all of these things so I'll, I'll tend to catch myself I'm leaving all of this in here I think it's just a funny episode to, to do it and add it in there but I digress let's move back to this plot even when it's just by myself it's hard to stay on track sometimes we uh we have that old ADHD going on sometimes you know actually I think it's just ADD because sometimes I'm not hyper but anywho so he's you know Gaiwin is around all of these legends, these mythical men, 
and he really doesn't have any of his own stories to retell. His uncle, who is King Arthur, asks him, you know, to share some of his stories. And he's like, Uncle, I, I really don't have any. And they're like, not yet. Well, how conveniently for the plot to move, on Christmas Day, you get up at the doors. Just a very ominous banging. And obviously, you know who this is going to be. It's going to be the Green Knight. He has this mistletoe that he's carrying or possibly something else. Maybe whatever, showcasing that it's it's a sign of peace. He is not here to harm people, blah, blah, blah. King Arthur beckons him forward and the Green Knight walks in and challenges the court. All these mythical men, all these legendary men, these soldiers, these warriors, these knights of the round table. And none of them accept this challenge issued by the Green Knight. If anyone is able to land a blow on him, they will win his green axe. His big green axe, I should say. However, they must travel to the Green Chapel next Christmas in one year's time and receive an equal blow in return. Now, having just discussed that, King Arthur's nephew, Gawain, is it Gawain or Gawain? I'm going to keep saying Gawain just because I like it better, but it's probably Gawain. Anyways, like Gawain. Gawain Wade? <laughs> oh, Gawain Wade. Too funny. So, having had these discussions with his uncle, you know, he doesn't have any of his own stories. You know, he's a young kid. He hasn't really done much with his life aside from hook up with a local peasant girl and drink. And that's it. So... Which, you know, as a young kid, that's pretty much what you do do. Haha, <laughs> do do. So, here comes this opportunity. Guess what he does? He seizes this opportunity. He sees glory in this. So, Gawain, Gawain, takes the challenge, but instead of fighting, the Green Knight kneels. Perplexed. Gawain, Gawain gives him several warnings. Hey, defend yourself. Hey, I will strike. The Green Knight just stays there. So sure enough, he decapitates him. Well, boom. That is the end of the plot summary there. This is where things kick off. This is where the movie begins. This is where the journey commences. Now, we'll jump into my feelings and thoughts on this, but before we do, we are going to talk about the most notable part of this movie. Normally, this is the nostalgic part, but obviously, since this is a new movie, we will not talk about nostalgia. I guess you could talk about it, you know, if you read the books when you were growing up, blah, 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 or the book, I should say, the novella, the novel, whatever it is. Before we do jump into that, let's talk about the most notable parts of this movie, the positives, before I get into the negatives, because I have a lot to say on this. The cinematography, we've discussed this a little bit, it's beautiful. It's absolutely stunning. Again, just beautiful landscapes, great shots, just good stuff. Throughout the entire movie, it's it's on point. Like, it's there. Uh, the scenes, everything, It's just it's just there. It's really, really good. The next big part is going to be Dev Patel. He does a wonderful, wonderful performance and just crushes this role as uh, Gawain, Gawain, 
Gawain, however you want to pronounce the name, whatever. He crushes it. Um, I was, I was not surprised. He's a, he's a great actor. Like I said, Slumdog Millionaire. He's been in several other movies as well, where he just does these. They're they're dramatic pieces, but he he does so great at just captivating it on his face and showing expression, and just just really living in in the part. And so I think he did an absolute wonderful job on this. So those are my two positives. Finally, let's kind of see where the reception is with with this. The box office, the budget. So it was a fifteen dollar fifteen dollar fifteen million dollar budget with a $12.2 million box office. So they almost got their stuff back. I did read that a very normal, I guess, in this era, this COVID, post-COVID era, in COVID era, I don't even know what to call it, with all the variants, right? In the sophomore weekend, it actually ended up dipping that 60-ish percent, just like most do. And I think it jumped down to like $2 million or something like that, something ridiculous. So... Started off strong-ish as far as a $15 million budget movie is going to do. And then kind of had a heavy dip just like all the other shows. So I love that uh, all these reports, you know, Black Widow dips significantly in second week. Suicide Squad doesn't do well in the box. Like all these things. It's like, dude, people aren't going to the theaters. Like there was eight of us in a movie theater. Uh, and it was just four for a while. And then the other ones showed up after pretty much all the credits. But yeah, eight people. So granted, that's more than seven more than were there last year for sure. So I guess things are improving, but it's very slow. And now people are very used to just watching stuff at home. This was a whole topic of conversation between me and my friends. I personally think people need to head back to the movie theaters. Obviously be cautious, wear a mask. Get your individual seatings, you know, be smart about it. Go early in the mornings or late in the afternoons, whatever works around your schedule. But, you know, get back into the, into the movie theaters. It's, it's an American pastime. Does it need to change and evolve? Absolutely it does. Absolutely it does. And, and it, I think it will. I think it will. I think prices, you know, need to come down. You can't be charging $17 for a Coke, bro. That's just ridiculous. I'm going to sneak my chicken nuggies from Chick-fil-A. Shout out Eileen who actually paid for them and snuck them in whenever we went to go watch Black Widow. But yeah, we're going to sneak our chicken nuggies in because number one, it's delicious. Number two, I don't want to pay $76 for two drinks, some chocolate, and some Skittles. That's ridiculous, guy. Ridiculous. So they did have a slight evolution a few years back when most theaters started to sell alcohol. Duh, that was a gimme. It's just, I think, with a lot of these companies, these older companies, you have older executives that aren't with the times. And so when you start to phase them out, then you have young blood, fresh blood that's going to start looking to make the right changes. I digress. Moving back to this. The current ratings, let's see where this sits. It sits at a 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb. 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. That was surprising. And 85% Metacritic. That one made sense. And then here is the one that's very important. 66% of Google users liked it. And now, finally, we get to the Nerd Nostalgia Podcast Ewok Scale. Ewok Grading Scale. So this is out of nine. You get up to nine Ewoks. Nine Ewoks is the best amount of Ewoks that you can have. So essentially it's just 1.1 stars. Anyways, 
I gave this movie a six out of nine. And that was me being a little bit generous. Without, yeah, yeah, it was it was a six out of, six out of nine, maybe a five point eight out of nine. Like this movie fucking pissed me off. Okay, so number one, the trailer. Whoever made the trailer, kudos to you. You did your job. You enticed me to go watch this movie, but also fuck you. Okay, mother bitch, fuck you. You absolutely confused me you thought i thought this was going to be a fantasy drama like an adventure an epic you know like just this wonderful movie when in reality it's merely a movie dealing with symbolism about a man's journey in life about a person's journey in life just becoming a good person that whole endeavor an honorable one so throughout the movie every trial that Gaiwin that Gaiwan Gaiwan that's definitely not it goes through has a deeper meaning so I did enjoy the movie because I was I did not enjoy the movie because I was bamboozled by this really great trailer that made me think this was going to be a movie like King Arthur. This movie, you know, about the Knights of the Round Table, this action-packed movie. But it wasn't. This movie was a slow pace. I literally, for the first 45 minutes, was like, all right, man, when is the plot and story going to kick in? Like, what's going on here? Again, was not prepared for this. Had I been prepared for this, had I known what I was getting myself into, I think I would have rated it a little bit higher. I probably would have given it like a 7 to 7.5 out of 9 Ewoks. But that that's not the case. I wasn't prepared for it. And so I had a terrible time watching this movie. It is so slow. It doesn't make sense. There is no real plot. The plot is to figure out what the plot is and know that it's about a man's journey and being an honorable man and the trials and tribulations that, you know, people go through. I personally have not read the book, so I don't know. I have it and I was going to, and I've been a terrible reader as of late. So I haven't gotten a chance to read it. Um, I was, I was not expecting this to be about a deeper meaning about symbolism, about philosophical questions, morality, ethics, all these kinds of things, right? I thought this was going to be like an action adventure and, you know, Lord of the Rings-esque. It's funny because the trailer, again, does not showcase that. So kudos to the people who did the trailer. But I got to a, to reading an article the other day and I brought this up in the conversation with my friends that and this goes back to the whole Scorsese calling, not liking superhero movies because it's not real cinematography, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So we have kind of as an audience gotten conditioned to watching a movie a certain way and having a certain plot. I think someone has described it as movies now are like theme parks, which 
I'm okay with that. Like, that's what I want. I'm going to the movies to, you know, shut my brain off. If I want to think, I'll work. I'll read. So that's that's the first thing for me. Now, I do get it. Like, if I wanted a deeper meaning movie and I wanted to think, and I 100% know that this movie will be showcased in future kids' classes and, you know, their Zoom meetings, whatever they're doing in the future, and discussing the symbolism and the meaning and what does this mean, I 1,000% I support it. I love actually having those discussions when I'm prepared for it. If I'm thinking that it's going to be a, you know, kind of a carefree movie, that's what I'm expecting. And so I was very disappointed in that. Along with that, while the cinematography was beautiful, it was edited by the producer and screenplay writer. So it was kind of shit, to be honest with you. There was probably anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes of extra scene where it just didn't need to happen. So my prime example is when Gawain, Gaiwin, is leaving the city, I guess. There's like a three minute ordeal where he's like writing out. I'm like, dude, you don't need to show all of that. Like why, why three minutes worth? Give me like 26 seconds and like, we're good. So a lot of things just kind of dragged out and I, I did not appreciate that. It, yeah, I, I was annoyed by that. And so, cause the movie is already really long, but I get it. They were probably trying to make it to two hours. Honestly, you'd have been good at an hour and a half there, guy. David, I know you're listening to this. You'd have been high. David Lowry, you'd have been fine at an hour and a half. You'd have been perfect. That would actually have been the perfect timing for this. All of that said, it's a good movie. It's not the movie for me. It's not the movie I was expecting. I would have watched this at another time. I would have read up on it. Should have read up on it. Didn't. My bad was expecting something else. And even some of the other people that we were discussing, you know, the symbolisms and the meanings and things of that nature got us to think and chat, which is, which is wonderful, but it was not what we were expecting. Um, at least one other person, Fong, Fong and I were not expecting that. So that said, you can take it how you want. You can do what you want with this. You can do with this information, what you want you can go watch it. You can not go watch it. You could wait for it to come out on HBO. You can, or wherever else it lands. I would suggest that personally. But yeah, that's going to be it. You got our Ewok scale. We've gone over the movie. You know where we stand, where I stand, I should say. So that's going to be it, guys. As always, please head over to Apple Podcasts. Drop that five-star. Tell your friends, family, and coworkers about us. Help us grow this audience. Speaking of growing audiences, we are going to do different ads for different podcasts, people that we speak with on a regular basis. So this is somebody that we have actually crossed over with before. Check out their show. Two guys, you got a German, you got a guy that teaches Spanish. It's awesome. Two dudes, super awesome, super nerdy. They talk about a lot of different reviews, movies, video games, pretty much the same stuff that we do here. So if you're looking for more content, here is your chance. So here are the guys from the Nerd by Word podcast. Let's get nerdy, everybody. I'm Chris. And I'm Dave. And together we are the Nerd by Word, your podcast guide through the nerd multiverse. Our podcast takes deep dives into all sorts of nerdy content. We talk about comic books, video games, movies, TV, and pop culture. Want to know about the latest nerdy news? We've got you covered. 
Want to get recommendations about new or obscure media that will fill your nerdy heart with happiness? You've come to the right place. And in our Nerd Big Talk segment, we go deep as we take on some of the biggest questions in nerddom. All that and exclusive interviews with heavy hitters in the nerd world. Join us on the Nerd Byword wherever you get your podcasts at nerdbyword.com. Stay well and stay nerdy. And that's going to be the episode, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. As always, have a wonderful day, morning, night, whatever it is. And remember... Stay nerdy, my friends.